Well, welcome to the show, Real Relationships with Dr. T. We are excited that you have joined us again, audience. It is a beautiful day today, and we have Dr. T in the studio. It is always a pleasure to announce this show and be a part of the show and listen to all the incredible feedback we get um, when we talk about different topics. So today, the topic we're going to be talking about with Dr. T is what is the reconciliation relationship? And what does that really look like in the meaning of reconciliation, which is all based on how we love one another and who we love? So we're going to jump right in today, but first I'm going to read um, what I call a scripture quote from 1 John 4, beginning with verse 16, before we get started, which is based on the whole reconciliation and why it's important for us to do so. So 1 John 4, 16, beginning at the 16th verse. So we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love and those who abide in love abide in God and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. Love that scripture. Isn't that awesome, Dr. T? (laughs) Sister Joanne, that is awesome. That is off the chain. I mean, I think you're right on it. That's awesome. Well, we are excited to have you here in the studio today and and doing another episode, which is focusing on reconciliation. So we want to jump right in and begin discussing this. So when we look at reconciliation, I'm going to start with the meaning. What do you think and how can you give us a meaning of reconciliation? Reconciliation is from the Greek root word karalson, which means it's a it's an enmity, it's a schism between a friend and an opposing friend or an enemy. And the whole idea of reconciliation is coming down from a high position to either meet someone equally or under them, so that there can be a cross reach in a situation or in a relationship, karalason, it's, it's like taking a low position from a high position in order to bring somebody over. That's reconciliation. And we see that personified in the Bible in 2 Corinthians, I believe, 5, 17, 21, which talks about how God and Christ were on a high position. Jesus was made low in order that he could reach across to humanity. That was the first reconciliation, right? And that's what reconciliation means. It's coming, it's, it's, it's coming from a high position to a low position in order to cause a reconciled relationship. It's, it's bringing people from a, from a position of not being on a level with each other 
but allowing that person. So the onus is on the person who is trying, the onus is on the reconciler. In order to understand what reconciliation is, reconciliation has to have an end point in the reconciler because the reconciler is the person that does the reconciliation. And so that's why we see in the Bible, when we say God was in Christ, reconciling the world into himself, not imputing their sin on them. See, that's a done deal. Reconciliation. That's why we first had to be reconciled to God. Because right there, what that's telling us is, is telling us that Christ has died once and for all. So we can be, so we can stop that. Now, the, now, see, that lets us know where the issue is. The issue is with us. Mm-hmm. So reconciliation has been taken off humanity in the position of Christ's totality. Re- we have been made right with God. Mm. Boom. Period. There it is. Now, you're going to get right with yourself mm-hmm. because Christ has done away with the whole righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. It's a done deal right there. So there's no more reconciliation to God that has to be done. Now, as an ambassador of reconciliation, we got to get this thing right between us. And not only with us, but inside of us. Because you know how we are. <laughs> Once, what, what's outside has now been the problem inside. See, Jesus took care of the outside stuff. Now it's the inside job. We're going to have to get right with ourselves. We're going to have to get right with the people that we live with because Jesus and through God has given us the right relationship. I love it. And that's so true. So during this week, because this coming week, you know, or this week, this is really the week of reconciliation because we're looking at Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. And there's a lot of different things that go on during this time Mm -hmm. and even Black History Month and all that coming up. And you think about reconciliation in that. But the question is, is are we really reconciling or are we just putting on programs or doing things, you know, to say that we are reconciled? So that brings me to the question of what does this reconciliation look like? You tapped into it with God, but what does that look like for us on an everyday basis? How are (laughs) we to even do this? How are we even to work this, you know, on the inside? I I preach that's a great question. Here's the issue. Why racism, here's why separatism and schisms and isms and all those disms are not working because it is a process of working out what has already been done in Christ. In other words, our external relationships are internalized as a part of our consciousness. We have consciousness based on our external relationships. So we have, we got issues on the inside, the voices in our head because of our relationships, because we ain't doing this thing with each other, right? then we we dealing with the voices from our relationships of our things we get got done with our brother and sister. Then those voices mm-hmm. comes in our head and it guides our thoughts. And, the, and, the, and that condemns us. So we know we haven't got this race thing right with our brothers and sisters or this whole thing, even in marriages. We know that, you know, at our best, you know what I mean? It's about halfway. So we've got these voices in our heads that try to condemn us. Now, let's go back. Let's stop right there. Let's go mm-hmm. back to Genesis. Mm-hmm. 
Adam and Eve did not recognize their badness first. What helped them recognize that they, their badness or that they were in a bad condition where Adam was talking about covering, it's because of their separation from the love of God allowed them to see their badness. The mm. first separation is from God. In order to get somebody relationship, it takes love. It don't take a person feeling better. It don't take that self-esteem because there's dead ends there. You've got to love people back in the right relationship. To love people back into the real relationship. Because it is dealing with on the inside. Because a lot of times racism is on the inside. It's not necessarily on the outside. It's what people have grew up in. And I think we talked about this last time about the embedded theology that we've been taught growing up when we were young. And we're carrying that over to our adulthood. And then it's also going into our regular relationships as we grow up. And then when we're on a platform to actually do programming and to change the world, then things happen where all this hidden stuff we have not faced relationally begins Mm. to come out. And that's why we can't reconcile is what I'm hearing from you is because we're not dealing with what is wrong on the inside. And that that inside, when it starts coming out, in in many cases, if we're not really um, focusing on reconciling or getting healing from that, it's going to be pretty ugly, you know, coming out. I know you're (laughs) right. Let let me back that and let me add add some more to that, what you just said. It's what we think about ourselves. See, what happens when a person feels isolated and unloved, they start thinking bad about themselves. And really, if you think about irreconcilable differences in relationships, the, the problems is they're feeling bad about themselves. People who are abused or victims don't feel like uh, they're getting, they, they, they don't trust other people. If you if you if you feel like you're in a bad relationship or you've got an abusive situation, you fail to get close to other people. You, your trusting is very difficult because it, it isolates your soul. That's what happened to Adam. That's why in Eve, they were isolated from God's love. So then they start thinking, I'm isolated. Nobody cares about me. See, it it leaves it leaves from the feeling of what some other person is, and it draws you on the inside. Really, any relationship is really how people feel about themselves. That's why they can't reconcile with nobody else, because they don't have enough love in them about themselves to be able to love somebody else. They're not mm-hmm. looking at what they've done with somebody else in a relationship. They're looking at how they feel. They can't get over their feelings. They can't get over their issues in order to do the reconciliation that it takes. They can't become low because they low themselves. And so they stay in their own box. It's all about them, how they feel, how they're not connecting. And they ain't even trying to reach out to somebody else. See, Jesus took it all on himself and he still reached out. He reached out Ooh. to the world and he brought the world into himself. Even though he was in a low position, he took it all on him and he still kept, still kept giving over and above himself. But when we in bad relationship, when we got gold digger situations, in this, in this kind of council culture, we can't get past our own issues to be able to love somebody past our problems. Mm. That's the issue. That's the irreconcilable difference is that you ain't right with yourself. 
it's a self-healing thing going on here that needs to happen. And so right. we, and, and, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the cancer culture from being gold diggers to, you know, just being with somebody just to fill a void, you know, mm. in your life because you haven't dealt with these things. So, and we're seeing that in the culture because there's been so many divorces going on and um, so many people playing on other people's emotions and it's it's in the open it's in the culture now and it's almost like it's a it thing and it's not because people are hurting people need to face what you're talking about themselves because if they don't face themselves they're going to repeat the same thing over and over and over if you got a gold digger before and you didn't deal with it you're going to be you're going to get a gold digger again It's just going to repeat itself over and over. So that's what you're saying about dealing with oneself. Unless we get this right, our relationships are going to be torn up, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, we got to stop trusting in what we think about ourselves, too. Because, like I said, our external relationships gives us our internal dialogue, how we look at ourselves. You know, because I've learned a long time ago that if I look, salt looks like sugar and, and lettuce looks like cabbage. Because our perceptions are our reality. We don't see things as you are. We see things as we are. And so the dangerous thing is to look at a relationship when you can't look past yourself to someone else, reconciliation can't happen. That's when irreconcilable difference happens because you can't get past your own self to be able to help somebody else. Jesus did that. He could look past himself. He had to because what nobody else going to be able to do what he did to make it the end of story situation for humanity. So that's a done deal. We good with God when you get that relationship with Christ to God, right? But then there's other stuff we got. It's really not an issue about the other person. It's not about putting the finger. It's about you dealing with you. It's Mm -hmm. about you getting the first thing right in you. And that is you. It's how we think. So sometimes the the source of our guilt is all about separation from God's love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, we got to see we got to see how far we've been disconnected from grace, how far we've been disconnected with grace from being cut off. There is a council culture. The council culture has no grace in it whatsoever. It's the one shot wonder. You do one thing and I'm out because, see, that's all about me, what I'm going to accept. I've seen Steve Harvey say something like he's going to stop being a comedian because he's living in council culture because people can't take being talked about. That's what he said. But now I think it's also, Steve, that you need to say something good about somebody because people ain't going to, because people down, people need to be loved to a situation before they can even understand comedy. If people ain't feeling good about laughing, people are laughing at themselves. They can't laugh at what he's saying. They still laughing at themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so I don't think, I I think uh, sister Joanne, that if people know they are loved, they are really not afraid of their badness. If people feel like they're loved, they ain't really tripping on their badness. They feel like when they're in a situation they can feel accepted and safe, they don't have to feel good about themselves to feel like they say when they know they love. That's true because love, again, it casts out fear. And a yeah. lot of times, you know, the badness is out of fear, fear of what I would become or, you know, where I would end up. And it's interesting that you say, Dr. T, that our perceptions is our reality. 
So <laughs> I wrote that down because that's that's really deep right there. Because how we, again, how we perceive ourselves is so important to how we're going to treat other people in the future and also where we're going to end up in, in the future. And also how we're going to accept when people do talk about us, how we're going to respond to that. So that's mm. very good. Our perception is our reality. And so then we have our disconnection from God. So I think that that is very huge to this reconciliation because yeah. we can't reconcile reconcile ourselves, okay? Yeah. <laughs> when our relationship with God is right, we can be in better relationships to one another, as you said. Absolutely. Absolutely. And God's See, relationship, so. and his relationship is based on love, just like I read. Right. It's like God is love. When we realize that God is love and we accept that and walk in that and speak that and live that on a daily basis, then mm -hmm. our relationships, we're going to be able to love people when they don't want to love us back. <laughs> Sister Joanne, you hit it. Have you ever been, have you ever, I thought about this. If I'm unconditionally accepted, then I have the capacity to unconditionally accept somebody else. Mm. And I don't think we got that. You, It's impossible. I think Christians have not really settled what God through Christ has settled with them. Because if they did, they'd in turn be able, as the 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 21 says, live that out with other folk. You got to have a strong foundation in which to live out of to go to something. So our foundation is wrong. You got to go back to God in Christ. You got to have a metaphor in which to draw from. So what do we do when we get in bad relationships? Like I said, our external relationships, our external things when which we draw from feed our internal badness. We've been treated bad, so therefore we are bad. That's what we do. So then when we feel bad, we treat bad. We don't treat good. But if I if we come from a source of love then we treat what's in us, we can love, right? But we, we so the problem is not, <laughs> the problem is either your foundation with Christ and God, your relationship, or the other one is a symptomology of a deeper problem in yourself. You need to stop beating yourself up. You need to see yourself as disconnected from the love of God and then see Christ as the one that already done that, that you didn't have to do it. He's done it. And then you're ready to, to get it on with somebody else. I think, you know, we got all these, you know, we got these divorce relationships. You know, you've seen what is the situation with uh, what the Devon Franklin and Megan Good. I mean, these two, these two guys, two Christians. I mean, Hollywood's Hollywood's, uh, you know, couple would teach them how to do it. But see, I don't know what happened. But they said and I seen it and I read it. They said that they had to separate from the pain, but they're still connected. Okay, that's cool, but you gotta you gotta talk about that. Some people thought that he he married a hoochie mom, right? And and you know he shouldn't have done that. They just thought that they were unequally yoked, mm -hmm. is what people thought. But I guarantee you, somewhere in there, the reason why people can't reconcile is it's an issue with how they feel bad about themselves. And when you think bad about yourself, you're not trying to help somebody else. You're not trying to reach over. You're trying to reach in. And that's our problem. Reconciliation, 
reconciliation, the end has already been dealt with. You, that's an acceptance problem. But we are still trying to think that we need to make ourselves good in order to be able to reconcile with people because we don't feel good about ourselves. We got to do the work of we got to do the work of, of working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we got to start reaching out to other people and giving them the unconditional grace and love of God to get connected again. The connection has been shorted because of love has been distorted by our bad feelings or how we feel about other people. Mm, that is yeah. so powerful. In this day and time, and as again, as we approach the whole week of reconciliation with Dr. Martin Luther King, putting that on our minds, what is it that we need to do, we really need to do during this week when we focus on you know, Black History and Black History Month. And what Dr. Martin Luther King tried to do is bring people together. Uh, That's really the message of him is bringing people together, not only just in our city, not only just in our community, but worldwide, because really he was a messenger worldwide and he taught on that. So what is it that we at this local level need to do? When it comes you know, to reconciliation, instead of just talking about it. Well, again, I, again, I think that the problems are a symptom of a deeper problem. And the deeper problem is we're disconnected from love. If somebody does you wrong and you hate them, he says, how can you love me and hate your brother and sister, somebody you ain't never seen? So, 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 so like I said, I think the problem is a, is a, is a recognition of the deeper symptom and the symptomology mm-hmm is in us not loving ourselves or being able to love past ourselves to love somebody else. Until we do those two things, you know, if, uh, you know, racial reconciliation is not going to happen. Racism is going to be kicking up. I mean, it's easy to love somebody that loves you, but can you, Rick, in turn, you got to get the model of Jesus. He loved people that didn't love him, you know, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm in abusive relationships. I think it's time to get out. If somebody's beating up on you and calling you home, I think it's time to separate for a while until you're able to reconcile. That helps you get yourself together and helps the other person, you know, get a grip. But I'm not saying stay in situations like that. I'm saying that the issue, like you said, is a deeper symptom of the love that we have, the love, the lack of love we have for other people and the lack of love we have for ourselves. That's why we can't do it. And, and that's so true. It just no matter how we try to answer that, it all comes back to what you're saying, your relationship with your love relationship with God, period. Right. Because and again, your love relationship with you. And then I was going to say, because when you get that right, you begin to focus more on yourself. And then when you get yourself right, then right. that love I think, I think can go more. out. Right. God, yourself. And then others, because that's where it starts with God. We can't get away from that. Even if we start with ourselves first, we're going to have to realize that we need God to truly love who we are. Because what better, you know, he knows who we are better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no matter what. And then we could begin to love one another in the right way. Because I think we tend to take the L-O-V-E in the wrong way. And, and it's really played in such a, how can I say, whimsical way in our culture today. And you're right. You're so right, Sister Joanne. And sometimes we we are a society 
that always looks at ends and starts. And there is no there is no start before God, and there is no end in him. So if we truly believe that those two bookmarks within the middle is us, so if we can understand and resolve that it's already in the beginning, he's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. So right there settles what he's done in heaven for us. Mm-hmm. So now we're in the middle. What, what do we need to do? If we're gonna, we, we need to settle that foundation. Those are our two foundations, that the end of the thing and the beginning of the thing is love. And that's what we need to get back to, like you just said. And uh, I, I think that until that, our relationships are going to be, there's going to be rifts and there's going to be blocks of love that people do. We just got to do the hard work of the false guilt, the stories and things that have been put down on us, the things we've learned through our own families and our histories, even the talk that we tell ourselves that is so incorrect, it's incorrect. You know, once we get that right, I think we'll we'll be on our way to uh, recovery. Well, I'm excited. This has been good today. And um, it it put us back on the focus of love, which I'm excited because that is really what's needed in our world today. Uh, seriously, it's love. That's what's going to clean it all up is love. And so it's time for us to take that charge of really trying to love one another better. I have a quote before we close today, because we're getting at the top of the hour, um, and I'm going to let you give a final word and final tips. But there's a quote from Martin Luther King, which is saying exactly what you are talking about. And it says, love is the greatest force in the universe. It is the heartbeat of the moral cosmos. He who loves is a participant in the being of God. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's over the top. That is so true. Isn't that awesome? So again, it all comes back to who? God. Even this man says, Hmm. this is how we're going to reconcile. And we should love other people. Because we've been given the example of how God loved the lovers. And we should love ourselves. I mean, Dr. King talked about that. He says you got to have a, a healthy self-analysis. It's okay to love yourself. It's okay to love other people. And you, But we can't put the condition on love because love is so unconditional. It's inexplainable. But we can look at the model that we have as, like you said, as Christians. We should be loving better than anybody in the world. People that know God should be loving off the charts because it's been settled that we're good with him. Now we need to get good with ourselves and the other person. There there was a guy, and I'm going to finish this right quick, but there was a guy fell in love with this girl, but he said this girl ran off with his best friend. And he said he began to get angry about that. He was ticked. This is his best friend. His best friend took the woman that he loved. And he said, God spoke to him and says, here's two things I want you to do. Take a healthy self-examination. If things would have worked out like what you wanted, how would it have been? And then secondly, what is God trying to tell you when things don't work out like what you want them to? So I'm just saying we got to do the work when we're in these irreconcilable relationships. Why are they irreconcilable? And where am I on the side of me? 
Why can't I come out of myself and reconcile this relationship? It's not so much about so much the other person. They could be doing wrong too. But what am I doing? And if you do that and you take the low position where you can have reconciliation to happen, then you can show love to people. Because love in the Bible, in the Bible, the opposite of bad is not good. You know what the opposite of bad is in the Bible? It's love. Yeah. Not good. It's love. Do that. Good. I'll, my end of my conversation is do that. D-A-T. Do that. <laughs> do love no do matter love. what at all costs. Well, this has been very exciting again, and you've been listening to BHM 365 with The Real Relationship Show with Dr. T, where we talk about nothing but relationships and how to reconcile (laughs) them, how to work through them, how to love them and embrace them. Thank you for being with us, listening audience, and make sure you tune in next time on Real Relationships with Dr. T.